Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. opportunity to better the Milwaukee community or want to develop your skills for a career or job city year Milwaukee is recruiting for its 14th cohort of AmeriCorps members city year is hiring young adults ages 18 to 25 to serve their amazing scholars in Milwaukee public schools this opportunity allows you to serve your community and gain professional development which will allow you to enter the workforce your next educational journey, or even stay with City Year for a second year of service, visit cityyear.org to connect with their local recruiters and learn how to apply. If you were just tuning in, happy Friday Eve, happy Drake Eve. Yes, tomorrow we will be celebrating Drake's visit to Milwaukee. It will be Drake Day. And yes, Truth Telling Hits with Telly will be, you guessed it, Drake theme. You're going to actually hear Telly attempt to complete bars from many, many Drake hits. You want to stay tuned. <laughs> you ready, Telly? Not let's, really, let's because really a lot of times you'll be like, and so-and-so, so-and-so, until you can get to the to the hook. When I tell y'all this is going to be one of the most entertaining segments of True Telling Hits, okay, let's just practice real quick. Okay, here we go. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now my whole team winning started from the bottom. Yeah, go. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There you go. Right. You see, I'm gonna have to work on that right though tomorrow. because yeah, like my now look. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, 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 say? no. I, I, uh, I, I know a lot of the songs. I, I, I feel as though I know a lot of the songs, but I don't like rap along a lot of songs with Drake. But I do know a lot of his songs. I, I feel pretty decent about my chances. Well, and you know, you listen to Future, so you know Drake and Future have a ton of hits. So yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Just so that's why I said I, I, feel, I yeah. feel pretty decent about it. And you know, I'm look, I want you to win tomorrow because I'm excited. You know I'm extra excited today because I have always wanted to see Drake perform live. This is my first time ever seeing Drake perform live. So the fact that he pushed out the date because the production is going to be so fire, yeah, that's even more reason. So I'm going to take it easy on you tomorrow, Telly, okay? Ben okay, Jam and I are going to okay. take it easy. Speaking of not taking it easy, Mm-mm. in 2023, you know, my grandma, she said, <clears throat> this is before President Barack Obama got elected, when he was campaigning, she said, you know, I never thought I would live to see a day where a black man is elected president of the United States of America. Never thought I'd see the day. Mm-hmm. And she saw it. Well, I'm going to play a card that my grandma played. I never, y'all, as long as I've been black and breathing in this country, thought I would see a day where a poll would survey white people and the results would be there is more racism (laughs) for white people in this country than blacks. Racism is becoming a bigger problem for white people than black people. I never thought 
never thought I would see the day where that would be an official poll. If you do not believe me before the break, we were talking about a recent poll and shout out to our programming director, Kyle Wallace. (sighs) There has been a poll conducted specifically to open Trump voters, which resulted in Trump voters saying that racism against white Americans is a bigger problem than racism against black Americans. Now, this poll followed the dismissal of a lawsuit put forth by the survivors, the black survivors of the Tulsa race massacre, which many saw as a potential blueprint for reparation efforts. And that was dismissed with prejudice, meaning that that judge was like, this is what I said. It's dismissed and I don't want to talk about it no more. Now, the survey of 1,638 U.S. adults, which was conducted from July 13th through July 17th, shows that among 2020 Trump voters, so these are the people that voted for Trump during the 2020 election where he lost, 62% say that racism against black Americans is a problem today while 73% say that racism against white Americans is a problem. My response is houseway. Now, to further underscore, Telly, in your home city of St. Louis, Missouri. Well, I'm from East St. Louis. It's close to my hometown. I, I ain't about to claim this dude. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. That's different. I ain't East claiming this dude. Is, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but what's going on uh, oh, in your, your neighborhood So St. Louis? Oh, gosh. So the there's a police lieutenant uh, who is filing a lawsuit against the city of St. Louis after being passed over for promotion because he is white. And the more that I read into this, this is a this is amazing because not it wasn't as if the city tried to just get a bunch of uh, black candidates, but his name is Lieutenant Colonel Michael Sack says two black finalists declined the job, so the mayor hired only other white candidate to cover for not hiring sack during the search. So the thing is <laughs> the current police chief is white, but they're saying he's saying that he was, he wasn't promoted because at the time they only had black candidates and then once the black candidates, because the finalists, um, there were several finalists that didn't show up for the written portion of the interview. So they just pretty much bowed out. And so he's saying, well, the only reason why you hired a white police chief is because the other black candidates, you know, just kind of went away. <laughs> that is crazy Telly, to me. So if, if I am simply... Go, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say when I respond, okay. it's going to be two seconds. Yeah, because no, if the mayor was that hell bent about hiring a black police chief, don't you think she would have kept going until she found the one that she wanted? But you're saying that 
she went out of her way to hire another white police chief to cover up not hiring you. Systemic racism is real. And what I'm starting to see is a trend or a theme of where our judicial system is being used as a platform to justify certain white people's fear of losing power. Mm -hmm. This country was based on power in the form of capitalism. So when the colonizers protested against Britain and said, we are no longer going to be a part of your leadership, your government in the revolutionary war and started in what is now Massachusetts in the Boston Tea Party. It was always about power and taking and capitalism and black people who were human trafficked again from Africa across the Atlantic ocean and brought to what is now the United States of America through free labor built this country. It has always been black Americans are at this level. White Americans are at this level. And for certain white people, it is becoming really problematic when you see a group of people that were supposed to be the subservient help resource, whatever you want to use to describe it. Now it's like, okay, I can't come out and say, Y'all getting too powerful. Y'all getting too smart. Y'all getting too educated. So what I'll do now is I'll just use our judicial system because the majority of judges that preside over these cases of racial discrimination are white. Yes. But and the majority, the, the, the white, the white people that are filing racial discrimination lawsuits are winning. Mm-hmm. Yes. They and, are winning. But here's the twist. The mayor of St. Louis is a black woman. Tashara Jones and and she so how this all started she conducted a national search to replace John Hayden in 2021 the four external candidates failed to show up for the written portion of the selection process leaving the two internal commanders standing which were both white so here's where the problem came in Jones then announced she was going to conduct a do-over of the national search, stating, I only had two white male candidates to choose from, and St. Louis is more diverse than white males. Our police department is more diverse, according to the lawsuit. Now, also according to the lawsuit, Jones, Jones's race-based reason for reopening the commissioner chief search was consistent with the pledge she made when running for mayor that she wanted to prioritize diversity in promotions within the department. What is wrong with even, that? <laughs> I cannot even believe that in 2023, black people have to justify. Here's my thing. America, you have made it clear in terms of our highest court system, the Supreme Court. You have made it clear that you you see for whatever reason you see black people i I can i can only speak from a black lens and and i'm not making a monolithic statement because i don't believe in black people speak for everybody that's black 
So this is my personal opinion based on my personal experience of being a black person in this country for 47 years. If the writing is on the wall, if, if you look at the civil rights movement, so the Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, the Fair Housing Act that was signed under the, the former president Lyndon B. Johnson's administration or Lyndon B. Johnson himself. It's, it's like it's all coming back over again where we're going to have to have a whole new civil rights movement to have equal rights. Because what is happening now is that the law, states like Florida, Texas, Georgia, the highest Supreme Court in the country are reinstating or reversing laws that promote equal access and representation, which is why now when a certain group of people feel as though their power is being removed, I'm just going to go to the court because it's already clear that affirmative action, quote unquote, is no longer needed, mm -hmm. quote unquote, remove anything that has to do with slavery, education from schools, remove DE&I, including in the state of Wisconsin, remove DE&I programs, initiatives. The writing is on the wall. And so, again, this is so important that black people, we got some decisions to make. As far as I'm concerned, black people in this country got some serious decisions to make on how we are going to thrive, not exist, but thrive in what was designed to be a country where people come to have a better life. See, that's the thing. Black people, it was, that's never our story. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't come we didn't come to America free willingly to have a better life. We were kidnapped from our homeland and then forced through assault, kidnapping, rape to build a country. And you have the audacity to tell me that you feel I'm discriminating against you. And you still got blood on your hands from it, it, over 400 years ago. And here's the here's the other thing, too, that uh, demonstrates how privilege is on full display. If this was a black lieutenant who did not feel like he was promoted because of his race, if he files a discrimination lawsuit i wonder if he has the same support because as i continue to read this the st louis police leadership organization is paying for sax's attorney so do you think if that was a black man that was doing that that this organization would be paying for his attorney because this guy absolutely not exactly he has nothing to lose he has absolutely nothing to lose. Everything is like paid said, for. It's just his word, and this is my story. I'm sticking to it, and he'll mess around and win. I wonder how much he's uh, um, suing for. Oh, I, I guarantee you he's going to win. That's the, that's the theme. It's, it's a behavior that's going on, and all I have to say is this. You cannot control how the Supreme Court votes overrules you can't control what the legislation is doing in the state of wisconsin the state of texas the state of georgia the state of florida but you can control how you respond to it mm -hmm. and in the great words of to your point the other day furious styles from 
<laughs> Cowboy Not Curtis. Not the right thing. School days. <laughs> school days. For the movie yeah, School yeah, days. Yeah, school days. What do you days. say at the end of the movie? Wake, wake up. Yeah. Up. Yeah. This wake is, up, wake up, wake up. Yeah, it is. And if, and if you notice, Samuel Jackson in another Spike Lee joint, Do the Right Thing, mm-hmm. as the DJ, what did he say in the beginning of the movie? Wake up. Wake up. And in 2023, almost 35 years later, when those both of those movies were made, mm-hmm. we still, as a people, need to wake up. We yes. cannot control, but we can show enough control how we respond. I'm just saying this. The writing is on the wall. Yes. Truth the writing Nation. is on the wall. Hit us up. 833-212-1017. Craig says, oh, I see. In white people's world, racism exists when it affects them. Hmm. I. <laughs> hmm. Uh, there. That's an interesting comment because when you have had to overcome adversity your whole life, every day, all day, adversity <laughs> every day becomes the norm for you. And when mm-hmm. certain people have to face any sort of adversity for the first time, it's, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? I, I'm just I'm going to die. I mean, like it is it is so crazy. And you think back over your life and you're like, dude, that's nothing. That's actually a good day in, in this black skin. <laughs> so your worst day is a pretty decent day for me. Look. I told you, Telly, when one of my friends who happens to be a white man during the pandemic, like day two of being quarantined, he called me and was like, Denise, what is going on? Because he and I have very similar personalities. We're very extroverted. We're driven by social activities, being around people. Telly Hughes, Benjamin, when I tell you, I, have, I could have heard a pin drop. He called me and he was like, and I've shared this story with a lot of people in, in various platforms with various audiences. He called me day two of being quarantined. He's like, Denise, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How, how can this be? We can't, we got to be controlled. We can't go where we want to go. Da, da, da. I said, welcome to being black in America. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he just got so quiet. Cause I was like, yeah, it's Tuesday for me, brother. Yeah, It's Tuesday. This, this ain't nothing that black folks have not experienced because when you ask, when you ask certain people, that to your point, Telly, have not been exposed to day after day adversity, discrimination. And if you ask them, describe the feelings that they felt during COVID, it is synonymous with what it feels like to be black. Um, You know, I felt controlled. I felt excluded. I felt frustrated day after day for what, two years? Mm-hmm. And this is stuff that we go through. And that's why when I told my friend, and let me be clear, I'm a human first. I'm a woman of God first. I, I love everybody. I give people the same energy that they give me. I don't start nothing, but I will finish it. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. However <laughs> you want to say it. But my thing is this. I really wish that as human beings, I would much rather you say, And that's actually what the people on January 6th said. (laughs) They said, you are not taking over this country. Yeah. Yeah. We feel as though our our power is being compromised. So we're going to go up to this U.S. Capitol and we're going to tear this building down. Mm -hmm. You know, doggone well, if that had been black people 
that marched to the U.S. Capitol and attempted. First of all, we wouldn't even got past the seventh step. It would have been just gunshots everywhere. Exactly. Terror, terrorists are attacking the U.S. Capitol. We had to shoot everybody. That would have been the headlines. Yeah. Terrorists are attacking the U.S. Capitol. It wouldn't even been. So I, I hope that as people are going through or navigating whether or not racism exists against white people, be for real. Like, be for real. Yeah. But bigots, yes. Yeah. Racist, absolutely not. <laughs> it's it's even kind of like funny almost to me how we're even having this conversation. Yeah. It, Please. That is that is that is so crazy. Well, we're gonna continue this conversation on the other side of the break. You're listening to Truth Be Told <laughs> with DT Intelly. <laughs> More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Switching up the angles. Now I'm in the rose with illuminated angel. Four or five chains, let it go, get entangled. My bitch said the first nail gon' change. Change for the better. Get it then. We want to celebrate the survivors of breast cancer and highlight their stories of fighting and thriving through their diagnosis. Please visit the 1017 The Truth YouTube page to watch Carrie Noni's interview with our beloved general manager, Cherie Harris, as she discusses how she thrived through her diagnosis. And to celebrate her journey, for a limited time only, we are selling specialty 1017 The Truth shirts. So go to 1017thetruth.com right now to purchase your limited edition Thrive Through shirt. All sale proceeds go to support the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Breast Cancer Care and Research Fund. Again, to support this effort, we ask that you visit 1017thetruth.com to purchase a limited edition truth shirt and support the fight against breast cancer. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is Friday Eve. It is Drake Day Eve. And we've been talking about racial discrimination lawsuits being filed by white people. A recent poll which surveyed around 100 Trump voters, people who voted for Trump in the 2020 presidential election, are saying that racism against white America is becoming a bigger problem than racism towards black America. So Telly and I were sharing our our op-ed on that. And all I'm going to say is this. If you are a white person that feels that racism is becoming a bigger problem for white people, would you trade places right now? Would you be black for the rest of your life in this country, or would you stay white? Well, whatever your answer is, <laughs> answer that question first before you start throwing out the race card, the yes. racism card, I should say. Yes, like you said, DT, we've done our op ed and we have Al on the Truth Talk line. Al, give us your question or comment this morning. Good morning. 
My, good morning to both of you and everybody else. If black people want to break, uh, close the door on racism, you're going to have to break the chain. This verse 2 of Peter chapter 18, a good slave is a good Christian. Obey your masters as you will obey Christ. I don't obey neither one, and you shouldn't either, because your heaven is on earth. And when you stop worrying about getting to heaven and getting your heaven on earth, you will be more courageous to slam the door on racism. And the reason why racism get out of hand, because they know you are afraid of God and his wrath. And when God get in the way, you give it to him, too, because he done failed us for 400 years. Your heaven is now. So you let these people know what they're working with, but they know that y'all are they know that y'all are Christians and they know you will not go against Christ. If the third of heaven can go against them, devil, you can go against them too. Your heaven is on earth, not after death. Break the damn chain. Happy Thursday. I, I swear I love how Al ends everything. It's like <laughs> Have Happy a nice day. day. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in, Al. We appreciate you sharing your thoughts and perspective. Yeah. As we were talking about, if you're just tuning in, thank you for listening. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Nation, the talk, the Truth Talk and Text Line is 833-212-1017. Does racism exist against white America in this country? Is it becoming a big problem, more so than it is towards black America for white America. Again, the Truth Talk and Text Line is 833-212-1017. We want to hear from you. Your voice is valuable and it matters. I would be curious to any of our valued listeners who are white, what do you think? Do you think that racism is becoming a problem or even a bigger problem for white people in America than blacks? Would love to hear your your thoughts, your opinion, your perspective. 833-212-1017. Yeah. It, Denise, it's, it's tough to imagine. Um, Like, we don't own a lot of things. Let's just be honest. Like, black people don't own a lot of things. We don't own TV networks. I mean, Tyler Perry does and Byron Allen does. But those are the only two, and they have become recent owners of networks. So, unless... I mean, I would love to hear examples of how you felt like something was based off of your race. I would love to hear that because um, we are the ones that's going to apply for the jobs. We are the ones that are being, I would say, passed over for people that may not even have the same skill set or qualifications you have. Um, growing up, we heard this all the time, DT, and uh, and it still reigns supreme. I mean, as as black people, whatever you choose to do, nine times out of ten, you got to be twice as good as the next person to get somewhat of the same type of treatment. And it's mm-hmm. just what it is. This mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Lisa hit us up. Lisa uh, hit us up on the truth text line 833-212-1017. Lisa says this is one of your white listeners. Racism is absolutely not worse for white Americans than for black Americans. It's the victim mentality that trickles down through the Trump supporters. 
thank you, thank you, thank you, Lisa, for that perspective. Um, we appreciate you always listening and commenting. And Denise, that is that is great to hear from one of our white yes, listeners thank and you, their opinion. Thank you, Lisa. And now, Wesley, on the Truth Talking text line, before we, we're going we're gonna to take a break, but I want to level set or preview. Good morning, Wesley says on the Truth Talking text line. You asked the question if somebody would rather be black for the rest of your life or white. That's hard to answer when you're mixed. Wesley, thank you for that. We come back, I'm going to respond because I want to ask you, based on the color of your skin, based on the color of your skin, are you treated more like a white person? or as a black person in this country, even as someone who is mixed? If you can answer that question, we'd love to hear from you. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 FM, The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. Yeah. Booming out south with Nell like Lou Will, six men like Lou Will, two girls in a get along like on like You are listening I just got to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Is racism becoming a problem for white Americans? Is racism becoming a bigger problem for white Americans more so than black Americans? That's what we've been discussing. Thank you much, so much for tuning in. We've got a number of listeners. Truth Nation, we appreciate you calling in so let's get with the program our first caller hanif thank you for listening you are listening live to truth be told with dt and telly what is your question or comment well, i have a comment tonight well good morning you guys first of all um the comment that i have to make is this we as a group of people we're failing to understand that politics is war without bloodshed and the more we make political and economic advancement, the more and more we enter into the competitive realm of dealing with white people. So as we start talking more and more about more equal things and going back to where, we're, where we were at before the civil rights movement, where we were declaring equality and not ask and not agreeing to integrate now white people are at the state to where it's like hey black people want to detach and have their own they want they want to have their own businesses they want to have their own banks they want they want their own here in america now so they have built their livelihood off of our backs and what we are doing is we're demanding to be able to stand up. And when someone builds their livelihood and their whole game on your back, you're going to disrupt it if you're able to stand up and look them eye to eye and negotiate and deal with them on the same level that they are on. So they I completely agree, honey. Sure that they keep a place for us up under the table by getting us to trade out 
our value system. See, when, when we I completely when the, agree that we when, definitely when the need to sit down we, and decided to switch up the their their political system, the Republicans and Democrats, one pro slavery, one hey, it's pro industrialist. And then they said, you know what? We got to run a game on these people. We're going to switch them up. Hanif, we thank you. We thank so you so much for your call. I'm sorry. We got to go to our next caller. We got to go to our next caller, Hanif. Thank you so much. I totally, I totally agree in terms of we need to have more conversations. We need to make better decisions in terms of how we exist in this country. And, and hopefully it's coexisting. But to your point, we may have to just consider how we are going to continue to thrive. So I completely agree with that point that you made. Thanks again. We have next Winky Blue. Good morning. You are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What is your question or comment? Hey, good morning. To you. I, have a, I have a question and a quick comment. Um, my, 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 my question is, well, let me, let me do this here. Uh, when it comes down to black and white and Hispanics, the, 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 the white Hispanic, okay, can go to a job site if he's a fair-skinned uh, a Hispanic, a white Hispanic, he can put on his application white, and he'll probably get the job or at least get a chance at a great interview. The Puerto Rican can come in and put down he's Mexican, and he'll probably get looked at and probably even get hired. Uh, the black man can't go nowhere. He can't say nothing but black. Until the text the caller that said that he's biracial, and where does he go? Brother, I hate to tell you this, but you're black in America, okay? No matter how you want to dress it up and how you want to be other, you, how you don't want to lean to one side because you'll feel guilty about uh, to your father's side or your mother's side uh, in America, you're deemed black, brother. I, you can come up with other ideas uh, if you want to, but it, when it comes down, when the rubber meets the road, uh, you're black. So I, I look at these things. And people say uh, white America being race, uh, being treated racist. Yes, they are right now. And it's not due to the black man. It's due to the Spanish that are coming into this country and these other immigrants that are coming into this country that are pushing the white people now. They can feel it. They really can't feel it from Negroes. Now, we can really feel it from the, these ethnic groups that are coming in this country because we can't get a job, really. You go to the temporary services. I don't care what people say, D.C., Kelly, you go to the temporary service and you put your application in and you sit there and you wait. And you know who's running those temporary services all across the country? White folk own them, but Mexicans is running them. And they're sending their people out. And their people treat these places like real uh, employment, where we treat it as what they say is temporary. Okay? That's why they got the new cars and and they're getting over Winky Blue, we do those temporary services. We appreciate you. So I want to also make sure that what's your question? What's your question, sir? Would you like to get also a question? Uh, Before we send you down to earth, sir, most of us would say, hey, God, make me as white as you can and clean me with hyssop and send me down (laughs) knowing what I would have to face as a black man. All right. Well, Winky, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate you listening and sharing your perspective. Again, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about there was a recent racial discrimination lawsuit filed by a lieutenant police officer in the city of St. Louis in Missouri. And it comes closely to a recent poll that surveyed Openly Trump voters that voted for Trump in the presidential election of 2020 
We do have another call coming down the Truth Talk and Text line, which is 833-212-1017. Caller, I, I, I'm not for sure what your name is. I want to say it's France, but France, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What is your question or comment? Hi. So, yep, it's France. You said it right, just like the country. Um, I just want to make a comment about what Winky Blue just said and about being right, biracial. So I'm biracial. My mother is black and white, and my dad is black, and I'm, I have a very fair complexion. A lot of people think I'm Puerto Rican. And um, I will say that regardless of me being mixed race, I still get treated with discrimination. It doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, in a room full of white people, everybody knows that I, I'm ethnic in some way. And so I definitely still experience discrimination on a regular basis. Um, I have had friends of mine who are darker than me who will say, like, oh, I got it. I have it more easy, but I can't speak to what their experience is. I can only speak to what my experience is. And I definitely still experience a lot of discrimination um, that us black people get on a regular basis. And then he mentioned something about the temporary service and they're run by Mexicans. Well, I work for a couple branches in Milwaukee. And everybody who works for them is someone of color. So, no, we're not hiring just Mexican people. We're hiring all people and putting them to work. But, I mean, if that's his experience, I don't want to take that from him. But I just wanted to make that comment real quick. France, thank you so much for calling. And and what I really appreciate about your comment, and thank you for listening as well, you know, oftentimes we talk about privilege. We talk about white privilege in this country. And Privilege is not based, and this is a fact, this is not a feeling. Privilege is not based on your race. It is based on the color of your skin. And so to France's point, when you are someone who is of a fair skin that identifies maybe as biracial or of a mixed race, I don't like the term mixed. It just, to me, doesn't, it's, it sounds very trivial, trivial. Regardless, it is your skin color and the texture of your hair which determines the amount of privilege. And so, as to Francis' point, because she is of fair skin to a number of white people, she would still be someone of color. That, thus, the discrimination that she has experienced, whether it's extreme or not. To black people, she may be, again, someone who's identified, as she mentioned, as Puerto Rican or of Latin descent and has more privilege because of her close proximity to being white based on the skin tone. So, you know, Chris Rock, during one of his stand-up performances, me and Telly were talking about this earlier, and Telly had shared, you remember the stand-up um, performance where Chris Rock says, there are white people who literally are dishwashers and that may make, you know, very little income and they would still rather be white versus being me and I'm rich. And because again, the privilege doesn't have anything to do with your status or your race. It's the skin color. It's so for most mixed people, like look at Halle Berry, Halle Berry, her mother is white. Alicia Keys, her mother is white. Drake, his mother is white. They identify as black because that is for the most part how they are treated in the country, in the world, because Drake, we all know he's from Canada. We have another caller Call Erica. Erica, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What is your question or comment? Good morning. Sure. Good morning, you guys. 
Hey, so I just wanted to say thank you. This is precisely the reason I listen to your show and listen to the other shows on this radio station. Being white and working in a black um, community, I'm very in need of um, education uh, around the black perspective. I will say, um, since my career about, whatever, 25 years ago, I've um, reported into a black woman. I've hired a black person. I've worked side by side as a peer with black people. I can't relate in thinking um, that I've ever been, you know, uh, I've never felt racism from black people. Um, And, you know, people I share table with, you know, um, I don't feel like they feel that way. Uh, In fact, I feel like they think it's a really horrible uh, situation, seeing that, of course, there is racism. But my parents hired black people. My grandparents hired black people. um, And in higher up positions, you know, we see, you know, where I get a little bit like, ooh, this is tough, is it's like we see black people in powerful, wonderful roles. Um, I read about black people, reading about uh, Gabrielle Union right now and hearing her perspective living in an all-white neighborhood in California, Blah, blah, blah. My point being, um, you know, I, I do like I get a little touchy when you say, you know, white people all have, you know, have blood on their hands. I don't. I grew up, you know, uh, not the richest person on the block. I, you know, my family never had slaves. We were up here building the country, too, in a different way. And to be honest, statistically speaking, the people that owned slaves were the 1%. 99% of people back in the slavery era never owned slaves. Now, that doesn't mean that people don't have racism all over the entire country. But, um, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to get my head wrapped around things. You know, when I came here, the black uh, person that's uh, in charge of the uh, institution I work at gave me a book called Me and White Supremacy because I asked to learn. Um, wow. And is that an eye opening book? So anyways, I give that as well, a Erica, comment. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your transparency and, and sharing your thoughts as a white person who works in a predominantly black work environment. So again, thank you for listening. Now, you made a comment where you felt a little touchy about the comment of where I said white people have blood in their hands, on their hands due to racism. And, and I appreciate you sharing your emotion. Let me just respond this way, because what I won't do is explain or apologize for something that is a fact. And when you live in a country as a black person and you don't have the story of my great, great grandfather came to this country with a dollar and built this, or, you know, I I know exactly my ancestry, or I can walk into any public establishment and not be treated as a terrorist or a threat or, and then also knowing that my ancestors, my ancestors, I didn't have the story of my ancestors coming to this country on free will. My ancestors were kidnapped, were raped, were divided from their families. If, if all of that that I have to deal with every day in this country as a human being just like you and still know that there are efforts being made in our legislation that are designed to keep my community at a certain level. Erica, as a human being, I love you to death, my sister. However, you feeling touchy about the statement, the blood is on white people's hands, does not even slightly come close to my experience as a black person in this country. The statement was not made to be insensitive or or being general. 
But every day when I wake up, I'm looking at images of my community, of my people that do not portray us as the kings and queens that we are. So embrace the touchiness that you feel when I say that. Because that is what I have to experience day after day after day, whether it's education, employment, generational wealth, access to the same resources that I was supposed to have access to. Because, again, the Declaration of Independence said that all of us are supposed to be created equal. So, again, Erica, I'm glad that you feel touchy about that because we as a human race should start getting real and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, do I feel that all white people are racist? Absolutely not. I have a number, a number of good, good brothers and sisters that are white. However, with that said, Erica, I will not apologize as the victim of day-to-day racism in this country. I will not apologize to a white person when the rep the reparation the apology the acknowledgement of what has occurred in this country for over 400 years has not been made there is blood on the hands of people who are now screaming racism is 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 a problem for me so erica again i love you i appreciate you listening thank you for your transparency and thank you for your advocacy However, with that being said, I cannot apologize for when I make a statement like that because whatever you felt, multiply that by 100, and that's how I feel. You're listening to Truth Be Told. We're going to come back, wrap this up. Thank you again so much for listening. We love you. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More to come when we come back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You y'all know what it is, Truth Nation! This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, your boy Ben Jamin. This is Truth for the Matter. What's up? What's up, y'all? My truth of the matter is this. I've got 30 seconds. Dear humans that identify as white people, and I want to touch base on further what Erica had mentioned when she felt touchy about the statement that white people have blood on their hands. If the kidnapping and the human trafficking and the raping of our people as part of slavery was temporary and ended when it started, but racism continues in this country and For you to feel touchy, I appreciate the fact that you care, but telling me, a person who has experienced discrimination day after day after day, to be then told by the oppressor that you feel touchy, that's not a good look. So I would encourage everyone, before you make statements to black people who day after day after day are discriminated against, that you feel touchy or that you feel sensitive, think about whose ears are receiving that. And this is what we need to keep doing is having conversations and dialogue. But again, thank you so much for listening. I got to wrap up, but I love you. I love everybody. Next up, Sherwin Hughes. Tune in tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be Drake Day and Truth Telling Hits. Make it a great day. Spread love, not hate. Peace out.